Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This week on the Martu Review and Us, we revisit a story we recorded back in April with Alan Elwood on the site of the original Gordonbrook South State School. I'm out the back of beautiful Gordonbrook today and I'm joined by one of uh, the South Burnett's local legends, Alan Elwood. How are you going, mate? I'm good, I'm good. It is absolutely stunning out here. Yeah, well, this is the best place there is. Is that right? Oh, yeah, Would you call yeah. it God's country? Hey, yes, yes, yeah, but I don't know, yes. Alan, uh, can you tell us uh, how you've been associated with uh, this Gordonbrook area uh, in your life? Well, it goes, the Elwood family go back a long way here. My father selected the Homestead Block in 1920 right. as, a, as a soldier settler. He was the first to come take up his land on the block, on the soldier settlement area. And uh, the, our family has been associated with Gordon Brook until we sold out through both through, we sold out in 1980. And my father sold it to my wife's father and then uh, and I looked after it while he for him, and then later on it passed to my wife, and of course we ended up here. So we, we finished up here in 1980. Right. Yeah, our um, family. And, and then you uh, have always lived close to this area. You were just out on the highway, just at the Gordonbrook turnoff for many years as well. Um, yeah. In your house there. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's where, yeah, we had 52 years there. Yeah, right. Yeah, during and I, yeah. 52 years, you only look like you're 35, mate. Oh, thanks very yeah, much, Damien, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Now... <laughs> we'll have more of that. <laughs> I've known Al, uh, Alan for a long, long time, uh, back from my butchering day, so I can give him a hard time. He was standing in front of this beautiful stone, um, which is a tribute to the school that used to be here. Can you tell us a bit about the school? Well, um... My father was always keen on education as, as a boy, and and when he started here, of course, there was there was nothing, and and uh, he had uh, started a family, he and my mother, and they started a family, and and in by 1925, they were, the kids were getting to the stage where they needed to be taught some some school, so the he and uh, my father and Otto Lind, who was who had a block just up here. Otto Lind and Bert Poynton from Wyuna, and they got their heads together and they uh, petitioned the, the department. And eventually they got a provisional school allotted for three days a week here. Right. And fortunately, my father had bought this little block here and there was a, a slab hut on it. And he said, well, you can have the slab hut for a school as long as you like. Wow. So that's, that's how it all started. And uh, the fellow that had owned this little block, had a misfortune and and uh, and the, the hut was there doing nothing. So Dad said, righto, well then uh, that's the, there's a building for a school. And of course that helped then the department to make the decision to allow them a, a provisional school. It was quite unique actually. It was a, 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 a slab hut, but it was dressed slabs and for an under, it, it's a bit unusual uh, that the slabs were laid horizontally in grooves in the posts. 
Right. And uh, they were metric. Every all the all the measurements in the building were metric, which was and the, so that was a bit a bit unusual. Yes, because we were still in uh, imperial measurement back in in that time, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the fellow that owned the block was a fellow called Anderson. So I imagine he was a Swede or something like yes. that. So he would have understood metric. You see. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now uh, here on the plaque, uh, there's a photo of, of the, some of the students. You're here uh, just at the end there. Um, looking very dapper. Um, <laughs> did you actually learn anything at school? Not um, if I could help it. Is that right? Yeah, not if I yeah. could. And what was your teacher's name? Uh, Sheila McClary. You, you, you seem to know that quite well. Any reason why that stuck in the back of your mind? Well, in those days, teachers sort of extracted a certain amount out of you to make sure that you got some education. Extracted? Yeah. How, how, how was that? <laughs> how, how did they extract? <laughs> Oh no, they were. She was a very good teacher, but yeah. she was very. She was quite strict. They yeah. all were in those days. Yeah, and the, and the but the first teacher here was a, a lady called Molly Breen. She well, the first teacher. I'll go back a bit now, aren't we? But the first teacher in the provisional school was a, a girl called uh, uh, Phyllis Roberts, and then uh, when it became a state school, Molly Breen came, and Molly Breen was my first teacher. Yes. And she was she was a delightful woman and was very understanding of young people. And uh, we would sit out the front on the veranda. There was a veranda on the hut, and we'd sit out there and do our one times table and our two times table, and that's how we learned yeah. <laughs> learned our early arithmetic. And of course, fed the magpies as they came along, and had a had a whale of a time. Yeah. And, and enjoyed this beautiful scenery here. That oh yeah. Well, well, we used to count the rocks up on the ridge up here and. And all sorts of things, you know, yeah. past the time. Unbelievable. <laughs> now, um, so what year did you start at the school? I started here in 19... Th I, I started the day I turned four. There was, there was only... There were, well, there was another lass, uh, Mavis Richardson, and, and uh, she was the same age as I was, and so the, the teacher decided that she would start a new class with two of us. Right. So that's when we, I started on uh, 1930. I just turned four, so that would have been 1935. Let's talk about the stone and, and this memorial. I get not a memorial, but a, just a marker to say that this school was here. You've been. This was your idea. Yeah. To do oh, that. well, it's a family idea. Yes. We talked about it as a family for years and years, and like a lot of things in families, it never got done. Yes, takes time. So <laughs> it takes time. So uh, I'm the only one of our family left now, and I thought, well, it was about time we did something because time's marching on. Yeah. And there's never been any recognition of uh, of this particular soldier settlement with the what went on and and of uh, oh, the poverty and the uh, it was hard going. It was really hard going, and and I think it's a tribute to the people who sort of persevered that, that they stuck to it and and uh, the family stuck to it and of course uh, they needed their children needed to be educated and they were educated here. So uh, this property is now owned by the Waltman family is that correct? By Paul and Delvin yeah, yes. And um, obviously they've uh, been kind enough to allow you to erect this monument. Yeah we're well, very grateful for that yes. actually yes. Yep. I, except for his cows, I've got to yeah. talk to his cows. <laughs> yes, his cows have Christmas yeah. already. We'll, we'll, we'll learn them, mate. Uh, we can put them up on a hook. Uh, that will stop them really quickly. I'd like to acknowledge some people that have been yes. a big help. Please. And um, Rebecca, or Beck as I call her, and uh, her husband Nathan, and Beck, 
Beck designed all this and, and got it all sorted out and got someone to do it for me, which was a tremendous help. I, I don't think it would have happened without her help. Yep. And of course the rock. <laughs> yeah, where, where the, the did rocks, this rock come from? Well, the rocks come from Waiwari. Now, a lot of people don't know where Waiwari is, but Waiwari is the next property over here, on the, is southeast of here. Just as you turn left to go up the hill there, what's Waiwari on your right? Yep. And the rock came, rocks came from up there, and they were delivered here, and then <laughs> we had to put them in place. Right. So, uh, and I, I've got to pay a tribute to uh, Wayne Walski. And and uh, uh, as Roger Livingston, the stone yes. stonemason, for their work because <laughs> I tell you what, to get that rock up there with a little excavator like Wayne did <laughs> took took a lot of skill and a lot of patience. And and um, and our Roger said, I think I think we'll just stand that rock up on those two. And I I thought, oh yeah, this is a joke. But anyway, that's what they did. And as, as you can see, it everything just fitted into place and and I thought well if this rock falls on on this machine it'll probably crush it <laughs> yeah. but anyway it, yeah, it all good absolutely beautifully so it's it's it just worked out well it, it sure has Alan again thank you so much for your time today and uh, inviting me out here and if you do get the chance come and have a look at this fantastic monument uh, for the Gordon Brook South Star State School uh, that is out here uh, and, and, and a really part of uh, a really important part of South Bend history. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much for your time, Damien. It's good to see you again. Yeah, you too, mate. When we travel through the region, we choose to drive with our partner, Bill Holcar Centre, home of the all new Mazda BT50. Call Kath or Kev for a test drive today. This is the Martyr Review.